0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Today. Coming up, the latest crop report outlined some wild weather across Saskatchewan this past week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy with 30% chance of showers this afternoon and tonight. Risk of a thunderstorm this afternoon and tonight. Wind west 30 gusting to 50, the high today 26, the low 12. Tomorrow partly cloudy with 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon. Wind west 30 gusting to 50 tomorrow, the high 22, the low 9. Saturday sunny with a high 23, the low 9. Sunday, sunny, the high 27, the low 12. Monday, sunny, the high 29, the low 15. Tuesday, sunny, the high 31, the low 16. Wednesday, sunny and hot again for Wednesday, the high forecast 31. Normal high is 26 for this date. The normal low is 11. The sun rose at 5.07 this morning. It sets at 9.02 tonight. And the hot spot in Saskatchewan for the third day in a row up north, Stony Rapids. Today it's a degree warmer than it was yesterday, and yesterday was a degree warmer than the day before. Stony Rapids today is at 26 degrees. The cold spot is also up north at Jimmy Lake, 15 degrees. In the rest of the roundup, Estevan is 25, Saskatoon 23, Swift Current also 23, Weyburn is 24, Yorkton 23. Sunny in Regina, it's 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 27, gusting to 37. Humidity is 56%, the barometer dropping 100.0. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 23. Winds are from the west-southwest at 26. Once again, Regina, Sunny in 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit back in a moment agri-news is brought to you by mcdougall auctioneers ag division forget the rest sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com and brought to you by edge microactive the new weapon against weed resistance visit GowanCanada.com for more information the latest provincial crop report says saskatchewan farmers faced some wild weather this past week Provincial crops analyst Corey Jacobs says hail, severe winds and heavy rain caused some crop loss. He says Frobisher, about 250 kilometers southeast of Regina, had the heaviest rain at 90 millimeters or almost four inches. I guess, you know, we heard reports of, of course, there was hail throughout the province, anywhere from minor to quite
2: major severe damage. Wind damage from severe winds that were, uh, you know, causing some lodging to crops and just, you know, overall, when we get a lot of rain that comes with that, that can cause some localized flooding and, and some crop damage as well in, in low spots.
0: Where was the worst hail and severe winds?
2: I don't have an absolute direct answer for you there, but I know there were areas around the Eston area that received hail, Ogamon, some areas in the east-central, southeast. It was kind of quite spotty and variable. Also, some hail in that Kindersley-Rosetown area as well.
0: There was some heavy rainfall. What was the worst?
2: I guess, you know, the, the most rainfall that came last week was 90 millimeters in the Frobisher area. You know, that's quite a lot that they had reported in a, in a very small amount of time.
0: How about some other centers? I, Regina, for example, I know had an inch and a half the other night.
2: Yep, no, that, that sounds about right for Regina. Um, the Kyle area reported 60 millimeters of rain, salt coats 22 millimeters, uh, the bigger area 28 millimeters, uh, Hudson Bay 12 millimeters, and the Glasgow area, about 13 millimetres, so quite variable across the province for, uh, for rainfall. Where are
0: crops at? Pretty close to normal development?
2: We would say crops are still, you know, uh, for the most part, kind of behind normal. Hearing reports from producers that they're kind of somewhere normal, somewhere a week behind, somewhere even two weeks behind, 63% of the fall cereals and spring cereals, 53% of the oil seeds and 73% of the pulse crops are at their normal stages of development. So it's really kind of the oil seeds that are sticking out as they're a little bit behind in, in development.
0: How do you rate crop conditions?
2: We're still calling them pretty good across the province. There, there are some reports that some crops, particularly the, the pulse crops, the peas, and the odd cereal crop, depending where you are, are actually starting to look excellent. So, you know, the rain has definitely brought the crops on, and we're hoping things can kind of hold on for, uh, for a good harvest as well.
0: So we've had a good rainfall. Care to estimate what production outlook is or is it too early?
2: You know, I would still, I'm still quite conservative and kind of that probably around average, long term average. I think we'll be a little bit below our five year average or six year average, which has been quite good. Definitely things can still change between now and then, but I'm going to stick to that. Um, and hopefully we get a surprise and it's above average for, for the year. What's the
0: topsoil moisture rating?
2: So, topsoil moisture on cropland is rated as 2% surplus. adequate, 13% short, and 1% very short. And on the hayland and pasture, it's rated as 1% surplus, 79% adequate, 19% short, and 1% very short. So we're not doing too bad for our, our moisture situation.
0: What were the main causes of crop loss this past week?
2: So We had crop loss coming from localized flooding from the rain, strong winds, hail, Uh, some producers reporting the lack of moisture was was stressing their crops, and then insects such as grasshoppers and and aphids that were causing some damage and some producers spraying for those insects
0: as well. So there's some root rot and other weather-related problems?
2: Yes, and that's what comes when we get a, a lot of rain in a short period of time, and the low spots are, have some water pooling, and we're hearing uh, patches of root rot showing up, especially in the lentils and peas, and uh, you know, it just, it's weird when you go from one extreme to another, where we were extremely dry, and now we're seeing some you know, almost extremely wet conditions. It's, it's Saskatchewan, it's, it's been a different year in that regard.
0: How is haying progress?
2: It's coming along. Producers definitely held off as long as they could to try to take advantage of that grain to get as much yield as they could before they would compromise quality. With hay progress, we have 13% of the hay crop now cut and 8% bales are put into silage. And the hay quality is rated as 3% excellent, 42% good, 42% fair and 13% poor. You know, there definitely is a a bit of a below average hay crop coming, but some producers are reporting that they've been a bit surprised in the yield that they're getting, but it's still going to be below average overall from what we're being told.
0: And you think some producers may need alternate sources of feed?
2: Yes, there is talk that some producers are going to have to source some feed. Uh, the pastures have come along, so they are, that will buy them a bit of time, but the pastures are going to have a bit of a reduced carrying capacity as well, but definitely going to be bringing in feed as well
0: still. We're talking to you in Swift Current at the Wheatland Conservation Display. Tell me a little bit about it, where and what's going on.
2: It's a field day put on by the Wheatland Conservation Area and Canada at Swift Current. So, you know, the focus is just research projects that they're doing. So we had some talk about mustard variety trials, the hybrid brown mustard, some seeding rates, fertility on the brown mustard, canola seeding depth trials, a little bit on malt barley versus feed barley, the fertility, and then some of the the Ministry of Agriculture strategic field program projects about controlling kochia and uh, integrated wheat management, and, and then, of course, on Durham variety demonstration trials because we're in, in Durham country there. So uh, it, it's a great day, and it's, it's a great turnout, and there's lots to talk about here. So it's, it's been a great tour
0: so far. Corey Jacob compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A large group of farmers from Western Australia are at Ag in Motion, a major farm show northwest of Saskatoon near Langham. Frank Paniza is interested in work being done in Canada on herbicide resistance. Our rotations are quite close compared to Canada. We don't quite have the options you do here in Canada. Um, we, um, we don't have any snow, so uh, weeds survive for many years. Weed seeds can survive five or six years, so our resistance builds up fairly quickly. Keep it clean is one of the themes being promoted at a joint display by Sask Canola, Sask Pulse Growers, and Sask Wheat. Canola Council of Canada Agronomy Specialist Warren Ward talks about the importance of maximum residue limits.
2: What they're trying to showcase is just proper use of the products that are available to us. We don't want to uh, jeopardize any of our export markets for one thing, and, and also if we just look at some of the happenings in the industry and in the world in general, you know, there's a, a lot of pressure on us to do proper practices and make sure we're following all the guidelines and labels that are out there for us.
0: And at BMO Livestock Central, at Ag in Motion, today is Bison Day. Les Krueger from Hanley is the president of the Saskatchewan Bison Association.
3: So, I mean, we're currently still at about 300 producers in Saskatchewan. Uh, you know, we're we're producing... A product that's that's uh, a little bit more into the niche market side where we've got good strong markets we've still got a good strong demand for our product Uh, we seem to always be you know we're we're always promoting to to have new producers enter the industry Uh, if they want they can come out tag in motion you know we'll sit down at the booth with them and talk you know how they can maybe get involved in the industry
0: Today is the third and final day of Ag In Motion near Langham. Yesterday, attendance reached over 12,600, 1,100 more than the same day last year. Opening day attendance was over 9,000. A high-tech herbicide sprayer is on display at Ag In Motion. The smart sprayer from Zarvio debuted in the U.S. market last year and is on display at in Canada at Ag In Motion northwest of Saskatoon. Zarvio Business Manager, Brett Nickel, explains how the technology works. We have uh, two applications. Uh, first is our
3: Zarvio Scouting app, which is a free, uh, free-to-use app that you can download directly to any smartphone. It allows the growers to go out and identify weeds, diseases, leaf damage, and pesticides on the go. So it's scouting right at the palm of your hands. Our second option is our Zarvio Field Manager system. And in Canada, we have Zarvio Zone Spray. And what we do is we collect uh, satellite imagery every other day to create biomass maps of canola fields. Growers can then go out and decide what areas of the fields they want to spray fungicide on for the canola. So they're really targeting the areas that are facing the most disease pressure and maybe holding back on those areas of the field that just aren't going to hit those yields anyway. And it will allow the grower to save a
0: little extra dollars. Nicole was asked about farm reaction this year.
3: Yeah, huge difference in a year's time. The uptake has been unreal. So with our uh, scouting app itself, we're a little bit over 30,000 downloads now in Canada. Um, it's almost doubled since we were here last year, so we've seen strong take up there as well. And with our Zarvio field manager platform, um, we've also hit over a million acres into the system this year as well, which is a really big goal.
0: Nichols says farmers are happy with the product.
3: Very positive. So anytime that they can go out and identify something that you know, is maybe troubling them, a, lo- a lot of growers work with agronomists and we encourage guys to work with agronomists, but maybe for those key situations where they need a quick ID or something maybe they haven't quite seen, this just allows them another tool, essentially for their tool belt to, to go out and apply. So it's all been very positive.
0: Nichols says it's important to show their technology to farmers in an outdoor setting.
3: It's very important, especially with the outdoor farm, with it being an outdoor farm show. Um, The shows in the winter are good. It allows us to sort of get our message out there. But when you're outdoor in season, it kind of allows you to really showcase what you've been working on, right? So it's not so much come in, look at our screens. We're able to put actual demos out. The growers can actually come in, see, get their hands dirty, and and see what's going on. So, Egg in Motion, this being its fifth year, uh, we couldn't be happier to be a part of it.
0: Nicole has a plot beside him at Ag in Motion and explains further.
3: This uh, showcases our uh, field manager's uh, zone spray product. So we have a fog sprayer here beside us where we have a preloaded prescription map loaded up on the screens and as the tractor on the screen goes over top of the field, the fog machines will actually turn on and off based on zone.
0: Nicole says the new smart sprayer is designed to sense and spray only where a weed is present. The Ministry of Advanced Education has not renewed the registration of the Saskatoon School of Horticulture. The provincial government has directed the school to cease operation as a Category 1 school in Saskatchewan, citing a pattern of non-compliance with regulations. The ministry says the regulations are designed to ensure proper instruction and preparation for joining the workforce. Non-renewal of the registration prevents the school from accepting new students into registered programs and prevents students from applying for student loans. The ministry says it will be contacting affected students and make every effort to minimize the impact on students. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell forty cents at three ninety seven zero two Oats dropped thirteen cents at one seventy nine seventy Yellow peas declined four dollars at two thirty three fifty four number one red spring wheat went up fifty four cents at two eighteen sixty eight The rest were unchanged durham two thirty nine fifty one Feed Barley 18763. Flax 47242. And Feed Wheat 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September spring wheat is down three quarters of a cent at $527 a bushel. Back in a moment. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642 4180 or Weyburn 842 4574 and the Foam Lake Recreation Combine Lotto. Call one 453 1998 for your ticket.
2: Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for July 17th. It was Assiniboia's turn this week, as your cows are up a couple cents, and your bulls were steady here in Assiniboia, as we had 218 head come to town. D1 and D2 cows sold from 75 cents to 83 D3 cows sold from 60 cents to 73, and your canner cows sold from 30 cents to 45, and your slaughter bulls from a dollar five to a dollar twenty five a pound. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, six four two fifty three fifty eight.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices:
1: ham sold six thousand hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of one sixty five to one sixty eight per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling in a range of 165 to 171 per ckg. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four. Contract prices are trading lower this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down one basis point, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3053. Canadian dollars currently trading at 76.51 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are trading higher, ending into the end of the week, with Iowa, southern Minnesota, western corn belt, and national reporting regions all up. Cash marks have turned higher in a counter seasonal move considering the time of year. Support in part comes from an improving cutout value that has likewise moved higher when the net value of the primals are considered. Lean hog futures are lower following the strength yesterday that ended the session with the August contract reaching limit up levels. There's still talk surfacing this morning that the increase in Chinese hog and pork pricing could be motivation for some optimism re-entering that trade. However, export demand needs to improve before a fundamentally based price move higher can be rationalized.
0: The outlook today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers this afternoon and tonight, risk of a thunderstorm, wind west, 30 gusting to 50, the high 26, the low 12. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon, wind west, 30 gusting to 50, the high 22, the low 9. In Regina, sunny and 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.